This podcast is intended as entertainment for grown-ups and to spread awareness of 826LA, a nonprofit writing and tutoring center for children ages 6 to 18. For a full schedule of 826LA's events and programs, including the Echo Park Time Travel Mart, visit 826LA.org. And now, here's the host of the Dead Authors Podcast, Mr. H.G. Wells. Greetings, ladies and presumably gentlemen. I am H.G. Wells, the author of such fantastical novels as The War of the Worlds, The Island of Dr. Morrow, and The Invisible Man. If you'll pardon my boastfulness, I am widely considered to be the father of the science fiction genre. Some people might say I share this title with Jules Verne. Those people are, of course, living garbage. I ask you, which is more imaginative? A mad scientist who creates a potion that renders him invisible to the naked eye, or a man taking a balloon ride on a tight schedule? In addition to those works of mine that I've already mentioned, I also wrote a novel called The Time Machine. But The Time Machine isn't merely a novel. As the old saying goes, you write what you know. And my novel, The Time Machine, was inspired by my possession of an actual working craft that can travel through time and space. No doubt you are now thinking, H.G. Wells, you can't have built a time machine. It's impossible. And you're right, of course. You found me out? I haven't built a time machine. I found one in a church jumble sale. Went looking for gently used antimacassars, came away with a bally time machine. It pays to hunt for bargains. Fairly simple machine, really. Numbered dials, forwards, backwards, go, stop. With it, I can travel through both space and time, anywhere in the world, to any point in history. Any point in history at all. So naturally, I've chosen 21st century America. And may I say to you, 21st century Americans, good show. I am, of course, speaking with all the sarcasm my body can physically withstand. You've really made an awful mess of things, haven't you? But don't worry, for I have seen the future. It gets better. Well, not for you, but for your children's 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 children. They will have great, great, great grandchildren who will know some semblance of a world that is not an absolute disaster. And the mistakes you lot have made, while never truly being forgiven, will eventually be forgotten. So... Carry on. Now then, at the behest of the Echo Park Time Travel Mart, once a month I use my time machine to transport to this century famous authors who, in your time, are not only well-known, but also most decidedly dead. Now I should say that they are not dead when I bring them to your present day. They are not ghosts. Neither are they some of Mr. Stoker's undead blood enthusiasts. They have been plucked, quite alive, from their own time streams, courtesy of my wondrous mechanism, and shoved out onto the stage of the Upright Citizens Brigade Theatre in Los Angeles, California, all for your edification and entertainment. They will read from their own works and submit to my questions, and perhaps yours. I am sorry to say that the internet has insinuated its dreadful tendrils into our little program, and questions from the social networking platform Twitter are answered also. <sighs> There's nothing for it but to give in, I'm afraid. Uh, before we continue, one note on sound quality. What you're about to hear is a live, archival recording, and you'll find the oral fidelity wobbles a bit here and there. This is something upon which we are working, so please do hang on for just a bit. It won't be long before it's all straightened out. In the meantime, you may have to turn your volume up ever so slightly for the live bit, then return to this level once it's over. 
You have my word as a gentleman and a time traveler that I do not wish to deafen you. After all, I've only got one wish left, and I'd never waste it on something so rude. But the story of my wishes is another story. And now, without further ado, please enjoy Chapter One of the Dead Authors Podcast with our guest, Emily Dickinson. I was given this vessel. I have no idea how to operate. Oh it. yes, it's a, this is a, this is what they call bottled water. Oh, as you can as you can see, there's a it's see through, so you can see the water inside. Is that what it is? Yes, it's water. It's water, and then uh, just open it for you here. Oh, you must have loosened it for me. There you go. You are charming. <laughs> oh, like angels teal. Yes, you see. It's, Delicious. And the bottle's recyclable. Are you familiar with recycling? Have you heard that term? Not at all. all. Not well, at all. we'll take this hunk of uh, poison and then we'll uh, we'll mash it down, rinse it out, I suppose, and uh, then it becomes the exact same hunk of poison and we pour more water into it. Oh, I see. Otherwise, it goes to live in the ocean and create an island. And the poison goes away? That's what they tell us. Oh. <laughs> It's all a leap of faith. I don't taste any poison. Well, then there you go. (laughs) The the proof of the non-poison is in the drinking. I Uh, really have no idea why I'm here. Well, (laughs) Miss Dickinson, I I believe you're being coy. Now, why why would you think you're here? Why are there no lights in your church? Oh, no, it's not a... uh, this is not a church, madam. Believe it or not, this is a, this is a theater. It's a theater. Oh. Have you ever been on the stage before? I have not. I, I confess, no. Not, uh, at least not outside of my mind. <laughs> oh, is that so? Yes. But you, you, would dream, you would dream of the stage a great deal? Oh, such folly I have in my mind. Such, so many romantic plays, so many adventures. Did you ever think of writing a play? No. <laughs> you just like to imagine them unfolding? No, I like to imagine them. You see, the day is so long and death so far away. I wish I could argue with you, but uh, you're, you're right on both counts. Um, as you would, uh, and you spend a lot of time on your own, you, 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 you're you a bit of a reclusive uh, young woman. You, you don't like really to, uh, to, to mix with, uh, with other people that much? Well, my mother's very ill. Mm. Caring for her is quite a lot of work. <laughs> Bit of a burden. My sister, also unmarried, is not much help. <laughs> and so, yes, I, I have withdrawn from the world into my garden, my baking. But I have a dog. Oh, is that so? Yes. Do you, do you ever bake for the dog? <laughs> Mostly, actually. Oh, oh, they do love treats. Yes. Mother says I'm not a good baker, so Carlo never complains. Uh, tell us, tell us about uh, Carlo. Um. Well, he's a dog. Very dashing. Is that so? Very, very dashing. Very yes. dashing. Mm-hmm. Sort of, a, sort of a charming dog. Oh, absolutely. Is what is it, yes. What is it about him that's so uh, that you find so dashing? Well, he's got long fur. Devilish eyes. <laughs> what, uh, what breed do we Sharp talk? teeth. Oh, yes, of course. Um, 
I don't really know what really? Brady is. Yes. Perhaps a mutt. Uh, I believe so, although that's a, quite an ungallant word. <laughs> it is, isn't it? Yes. Isn't I it? call him a mongrel. Mo- that does, that does My sound. hair was slipping. Well, we're none of us getting any younger. Yes, it's true. Well, it's true. <laughs> so Carlo is uh, is your most trusted companion. Absolutely. And you tell him? Do you tell him uh, secrets? Do you tell him stories? Oh yes, I um, I share a lot of my poems with him, and um, I also uh, he I in- involve him sometimes in my adventures. So yes. what's a typical adventure you and Carlo would get up to? Oh. <laughs> He's a pirate that's kidnapped me. <laughs> or he is uh, a member of the Spanish Inquisition who has kidnapped me. <laughs> or then there's times uh, when he's uh, simply just a roustabout that's kidnapped me. <laughs> just a garden variety roustabout? Yes. In town for the circus. <laughs> Never been. You've never been to a circus? No, no. Oh, you don't know what you're missing, darling? I it's, hear uh, them hammering away at their stakes, putting oh, up yes. their tent. Well, let me just let me walk you through it. It's uh, You have the tents, of course, and then you walk into that tent, and it stinks to high heaven. It mm. smells, smells terribly of animal dung um, and human mm. dung, if oh, we're yes. honest. Some of those people don't have the greatest hygiene, and then the animals are tortured into the uh, center ring. Yes. We watch them do things they don't want to do. Unfunny people in makeup come out and do unfunny things for, for what seems like forever. Um, then people with a death wish jump around on sticks, on strings, uh, high, above the, uh, high above the earth, and you're just praying for them to fall. It sounds lovely. It is. It, it really sounds is. lovely. It's a treat for the whole family. Yes. Now, uh, a lot of these uh, fantasies, uh, sorry, stories, stories, yes. uh, adventures, uh, involve kidnapping. Is that, is that a, common, uh, a common desire? Is it something you wish you could be uh, taken away from your life? You know, I'd never thought about it. You have thought about do, it. They do, they? yes, yes, yes. Yes, they're all involved being kidnapped, taken away somewhere else. <laughs> that would be nice. <laughs> Just to go somewhere. I'm sorry, what is were it, we speaking no, well, <laughs> is, uh, is it very difficult caring for your mother in her, in her illness? No, it's awful caring for mother. What's a typical day? What do you have to do? Well, I'm awakened to her shrill cries. <laughs> I go in and I help her onto the pot. Um, yes, that's how I feel about it, too. This is life, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Usually, for her to complete her business is about an hour and a half. <laughs> That's quite a long time. Oh, I 19 know. 19 minutes. I know. Well, I, f- I feed her nothing but oats. <laughs> Tends to bind her up. Is that, is that a favorite dish of hers? Or no, is that just it just no? makes clean up a breeze. <laughs> Did she ever ask for anything else? Oh, frequently. <laughs> Is that so? Frequently, almost constantly. But you're but the one in charge. I am the one in charge, and we're very far from the road. It's a bit, <laughs> <laughs> a bit of a whatever happened to Baby Jane going on. I have no idea what you might not understand. No, of course not. No. You didn't, get, you didn't get a chance to watch any of the DVDs in the time machine? <laughs> no, I didn't. Why did I, I install I that Blu-ray wide, player? Wide-eyed with wonder the entire time. <laughs> Well, 
was that journey like for you? I mean, uh, being being such a reclusive person, to be to be not only uh, uh, plucked from your home, kidnapped, you might say, mm -hmm. uh, willingly kidnapped, but uh, now you're hurtling through time and space. I mean, that must have been. Uh, uh, w w was it uh, was it very fantastical for you? Was it uh, well, overwhelming? Well, at one moment, I was bending over a peony hedge <laughs> out in the garden, when the next thing I knew, there was some sort of wonderful contraption there. <laughs> And That's a very right. gallant gentleman such as yourself there <laughs> with me. And uh, as I recall, you said nothing, and I just got in. That's true! <laughs> Before I even opened my mouth! <laughs> yes. I didn't, I didn't even have a chance to say anything, really. I, think we just, no. I, I believe I turned around to see if the door yes. uh, was closing properly, and you were in the time machine. Yes. And I do believe I injured your rib. I think, I think you did. It only hurts when I lost. Yes. <laughs> But uh, that, well, the, the journey was wonderful. And uh, the, then here I am in Los Feliz, I believe. Yeah, well, they, they call it, for some reason, they call it Los Feliz. Oh. Yes, I don't, I don't quite know why. It's I've never been around so many people wearing hats that have no purpose. <laughs> <laughs> it's wonderful. But about, about the same amount of beards I probably wear. Oh, yes, <laughs> about the same amount of beards, but less crumbs in them. Well, that's an advance, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Good, good, fair play to you, 21st century America. There's less crumbs in your beards. Although food's much more available. In those days, it was a, it was a matter of, uh, of, of saving something for later. Yes. Yeah. It was a bit of a hassle, wasn't mm -hmm. it? It's a, a, well, carrying a snack, if you will. Oh, yeah. What, what would be a snack that you'd be able to carry around on your person back in, back in your day? Oh, um, just perhaps like... Um, a loaf of marzipan. A um, loaf of it? Mm -hmm. how, about how big of a loaf are we talking well, about? Well, what I do is that I form it to my bosom, and I fit it underneath my bosom, and they hold it in place and warm it. Well, if you're young enough. Lovely you consistency to it. Mm -hmm. Or um, just some uh, salt pork is nice. Oh, mm -hmm. who doesn't love a bit of salt pork? Mm -hmm. I put a pin in my hair and then a cube of salt pork. You know, it's hard to keep Carlo away from it, though. I bet it is. Mm -hmm. Dogs do love salt oh, pork. Oh, it's fun. I spend sometimes all morning just licking my neck trying to get to the salt pork. <laughs> it's quite a, quite, a, quite a playful relationship you have with this, Carlo. Well, of course. Uh, how, how, how old a dog is Carlo? Has he been oh, with you very he, long? Yes, he's been with me uh, since, uh, well, he's about 11, I believe. Oh, he's a grand old gentleman. Mm, he then. certainly yes, is. Yes, but he's still very dashing. <laughs> very beautiful. Have you ever dressed him up in a little, uh, little suit and tie? No, no. Have you but, thought uh, about it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, his own, his own wardrobe is fine. Although he does... What's, he does sorry? What's, what's his own wardrobe? Well, what God gave him. Oh, I see, I his see. God-given... I thought you meant he picked out his own clothes. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. No. He's a dog. Let's, <laughs> let's not forget. Important to remember. I'm yes. sorry if I lost that. No, it, when he played pirate once, I tried to put an eye patch on him, and he bit me very hard. Oh, they, don't, they don't care for that dog. No, they don't no. like having the vision obstructed. No, not at all. Not like we do. Mm. <laughs> I know I do. That's why it's so nice to not be able to see any of these faces looking at me. <laughs> I'm really... I'm not much of anything, so I don't like to be looked at. Now, I, Here's what you don't know. What? Is that, uh, you're, you're being very modest, and, and uh, I'm afraid your secret is out, and that uh, 
at, a, at, a, at an indeterminate time in your future, um, we will have discovered that you'd written reams and reams of poems that you didn't tell anyone about. And it's what? <laughs> Awkward. I thought I'd mentioned it previously. Had I not mentioned that? Uh, no. Well, I thought this was. I thought that you and I. I thought that. But it doesn't matter what I thought. I guess. I'm but a tiny bird-like thing. That is My true. thoughts are nothing. No, that, now that's not true. That's not true. As everyone here knows, um, your, your thoughts are, 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 are huge, grand things that have meant a lot to a lot of people. So I, I hope that makes you feel better, that your poems have, uh, have, have touched and inspired uh, uh, countless millions of people. Well, I mainly feel that, like, millions of people have looked up my waistcoat. <laughs> These were not meant to be shared was my sister, wasn't it? <laughs> I don't like to tell tales out of school, but uh, yes, it was. I am going to... No, you mustn't. Now, by the rules of time travel, you mustn't let on. When I return you to your time, you mustn't let on that you know she's going to do that. All right. They are the rules of time travel, I guess. <laughs> Which... I am bound by every, them for every, some yeah. <laughs> once, once you enter the time machine, everyone knows you're bound by the rule, the holy <laughs> compact of the time machine. All right. Well, thank you. I do appreciate you being a sport about this. Well, I mean, I'll take it out on her in other ways. <laughs> what, what is the source of, the, uh, of, the, of the, the disharmony between you and your sister? How far back does it go? Oh, the womb. <laughs> really? Yes. Is that so? Yes, you see... Um, I was always father's favorite, and um, she is tremendously jealous, but uh, doesn't let on that she's jealous. That's how jealous she is. So there's a tremendous rivalry between us that she does not acknowledge, which is uh, puts me in quite a, a quite a peak. May I uh, may I uh, hazard this hypothesis? Uh, uh, is it possible that uh, your sister's not aware that you have this rivalry? might be sort of uh, just all in your head. <laughs> oh, boy. It's <laughs> <laughs> just something to think about. I don't mean to... Uh... Oh, I feel bad. Well, <laughs> I, I certainly don't mean to make you feel Well, badly. I've been slowly poisoning over years. Oh, this is a bit of a bother. Yeah. Is it well, too late to stop? Oh, I guess. I mean, you know, her eyesight's <laughs> terrible. Her bones are quite brittle. But um, <laughs> we'll, we'll make the most of it. Indeed. As, as sisters do. Yes, as sisters do. When, when your father died, that was quite a blow, wasn't it? Oh, it was terrible. Yeah. You, Most you, terrible. You adore uh, that's when I really receded, mm. was when father died. Yeah. I, um, I took to my room and um, spent most of the day washing myself. Wash off the sadness. Yes. Doesn't doesn't ever seem to fully uh, fully come off, does it? No. It clings no. to one. The sadness. It really does. No matter how you scrub and scrub and scrub. You've got to really get in there. Oh, you certainly do. Yeah. The lie helps. <laughs> you have a nice bar of lie and some mm. uh, just, uh, elbow oh. grease, mm. just really. Quite a. <laughs> 
quite an untoward tingling sometimes. Uh, well, <laughs> better left for another stage, but uh, perhaps. What, what were some of the other things you would get up to in that room of yours? You spent so much time by yourself. How would you amuse yourself? Oh, reading. I read a lot. Um, what were some of your favorites? Well, give me a genre. Was well, it a the fiction? Bible. <laughs> well, of course. Yes, the Bible. I love the Bible because uh, of all the lessons and the judgment. <laughs> um, Have you read the whole thing, cover to cover? Oh, yes. Both Testaments. Mm -hmm. what's, your, what's your favorite book of the Bible? If you had to, if you had to pick one. Oh, Psalms. Really? Yes. Oh, they're like poems, aren't yes, they? Yes, they are. They're yes, like the songs, songs, really. Yeah. Yes. So we said songs at yes, the same yes. time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we are of a like mind, aren't we? We are indeed. Yes. We are indeed. I'm very fond of you. Thank you. <laughs> now, do you mind if I ask you some, uh, some professional questions, one writer to another? Certainly, please. I don't know if I'm worthy. Oh, of course you are. The secret's out. The Can secret's out about Emily Dickinson. Do you think? Everyone knows she's terrific. Oh, I never thought so. I know you did. It's in all your work. That's why. <laughs> Quite often I would just write in saliva. <laughs> using saliva as ink because I felt, well, what's the point? Well how, well, how could you see? Well, if you hold it up to the light, you can see, sort of. Uh, did you ever consider lemon juice? For what? The writing. It's like a secret message that you can uh, you can look oh. at later. If you want to look at it. Well, saliva works just fine, and I make plenty of it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> why, why waste a good lemon when you've got your own spittle? That's correct. <laughs> You're a thrifty lady. Let me ask you this. Uh, you, your family uh, is known to be prominent, but not wealthy. Now, what is the distinction... Would you care to? Uh, could you? Well, could you that's usually me? code for father drinks <laughs> in my time, um, because uh, well, you know, he's 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 quite a gadfly. Uh, he was into politics, um, which um, is really quite a draw for the. Um, I believe we call them horses' asses. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, a so term that survives today. Oh, really? <laughs> yes, it, we still well, say it. that's good. Uh, it, it, it used to, uh, prior to my time, it, it actually meant an industrious person because horses' asses were, you know, usually used for some good. They're doing all the work back mm -hmm. there. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> but now, if you just had the that's horses not what front. I did for my father. <laughs> no, no, of course not. My there father was a fool. <laughs> A beloved fool, but a fool nonetheless. <laughs> and did the did the drinking impact you greatly? Was it uh, was it a, a tragedy for you? Um, well, I uh, I didn't really uh, pay my, a lot of attention to the drinking um, because he was so kind to me, and uh, I'm quite powerless against kindness. <laughs> I think you're fine. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's good to know. Word to the wise. Um. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Uh, what what authors have influenced you? Are there anything... Uh, of course, scripture was, uh, was yes. uh, something that was very important to you. Emerson, mm -hmm. uh, Blake, mm -hmm. um, and uh, but mostly me. <laughs> me. I think Quite frequently, I will read one of my poems, and it will inspire me to write another poem. <laughs> and then I will look at the two of them together, and it will inspire me to write a third. 
and so on and so on. It's a thing that uh, people don't like to talk about, but I think uh, an artist should be uh, his or her own favorite artist. I think it should start with uh, it should start with you. You should be able to uh, entertain, amuse, uh, uh, inspire yourself uh, first in order to put it out there to the world. Well, I suppose. I mean, I've always felt uh, sort of ashamed of being so fond of myself. I mean, I'm really nothing. Well, doesn't doesn't scripture tell us to not uh, we we should we mustn't hide our light under a bushel? Yes, that's the only part of scripture I don't agree. With. <laughs> really? Yes. The one. The Pretty one. Much line. Everything else, I don't agree with. Like the shellfish thing, I don't eat shellfish. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. It's unclean. It's proscribed mm -hmm. by the elders. It's true. Indeed. I am um, not fond of polygamy uh, as a concept. And, um, you won't wear two different fabrics? I think that's in there. Is it? I think. Well, I you missed that me. one. Oh, did I you miss that one? That's a good one. <laughs> I, don't you, I don't think you're supposed really? to. I don't think you're supposed to mix uh, fabrics. I think you're Cotton and wool. I don't. I don't. I believe that's uh, right out. I don't well, think you're allowed to. I think I found another one. I don't agree with. That's ridiculous. Well. <laughs> <laughs> brings us to it's a total ridiculous. of ridiculous. I agree. That may, <laughs> that may be the. <laughs> that may be the thing that brings the whole house of cards down. <laughs> Absurd. Well, I mean, if back in Bible times, uh, you wear your tunic, yes, and then yes. you've got your sandals. Sure. Well, I'm sure the sandals must be uh, made of leather yeah, or something. Grandfathered in. That's so. right. <laughs> what else are sandals going to meet? Uh, Most really? likely. Like, tires in those days. Really put a bee in your bonnet about these, uh, <laughs> these fabrics. Yes. Let me ask you... Uh, um, have you had any chance? Have you had a chance to uh, to read any uh, any uh, works of present day authors since you've been here in the twenty third century? Anybody you like from the present day? Well, I've largely just been reading um, uh, periodicals, uh, <laughs> magazines. Any favorites? Um, I am quite fond of the one called In Style. <laughs> Is that so? Yes. Um, because uh, I, I like to know that there are people out there who are just like me. Oh, the stars, the stars, they're oh, just yeah, what like they are, you. Yes. They're just like you. Yes, doing so many things like drinking liquids, <laughs> walking places, you know, it's wonderful. They're just like you. Yes. So you're not, eating you're not vegetables. So, yes, you're not so, uh, you're not so, uh, so different after all. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, uh, it's a shame you didn't get out in the world more. <laughs> it really is. It really is, but I've, I've just sort of been waiting back at the hotel for you. <laughs> we, of course, want to get some at the hotel. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's quite nice. Yes, it's, a, it's an omni-classic yes, hotel. Yes, it's lovely. <laughs> it's where guests of the, uh, the Hollywood Square stay. <laughs> I'm quite unaware of what you're talking about. <laughs> how do you, knowing that uh, you, your work has had influence on, uh, on, on people generations since, how do you feel about that? How do you feel knowing that, uh, that your work has influenced people that you, you, you've never met and will never meet? Well... I suppose that it's it's something to have something that lives on when I spend most of my time feeling like, well... A sad, lonely person? Yeah. <laughs> well, here, I actually have a poem in my boot. Oh, is that so? <laughs> Always you, would, carry a couple. Would you favor us with, uh, with a reading? 
Then out loud reading. Please don't, don't read it silently to yourself. That would, <laughs> wouldn't be quite as entertaining. Oh, uh, no, I understand. Um, this is called I'm Nobody. <laughs> right, right in the title. We know yes. we're in for quite yes. a, a non-roller coaster ride. I'm nobody. Who are you? Are you nobody too? Then there's a pair of us. Don't tell. They'd advertise. You know. How dreary to be somebody. How public. Like a frog. To tell one's name, the live long June, to an admiring bog. <laughs> Absolutely beautiful, thank you. Thank you. It's quite, it's quite stirring to see you. Oh, those frogs, why are they so public? They really are the most garish of God's creatures. <laughs> they really are. Boastful. No wonder he rained them down from the sky on people. Mm. That's all they're good for. Right. And made them so delicious. They are, they are quite, mm. it's, a, it's a bit of an acquired taste. Oh, really? Yes, yes. Well, not, not it was easily acquired to me. The, well, you have a sophisticated palate, I'd wager. Well, you don't need these, these compliments. I'm bringing a bit of a, a blush to your cheek. Well, you're too kind, you really are. Just, did no one compliment you in, in, in your life? No one at home? Um, well, uh, I was always appreciated for my ability to keep quiet. Um, I can bake quite well, actually. At least Carlo likes it. And um, I'm good in the garden. Very good in the garden. But I don't like people to see it. It seems boastful. <laughs> what do you, what do you, is this a hidden garden? No one gets to see the, uh, the works you, you? Yes. Is that so? Yes. So it's a sort of secret garden that no one sees. Right, God gets to see it. Well, that's an exclusive and, audience. And, and Mother can see it from her window. Oh, okay. Mm. Your sister, does she ever get a chance to see it? Mm, yes, but she's not interested. She's always in town, doing town things. <laughs> Mysterious town things. You, you don't like to go to the town? Have you ever been to the town? When I was a child, uh, I had been to town, but I found it, uh, it's, uh, Amherst is far too busy. <laughs> Is that so? Oh, the comings and goings, the clatter of the carriages, the horses snorting, the mud, the men calling, the cigar smoke wafting. I don't think it's changed much, actually, since we've been there. Oh, really? We can, we can zip by there if you like. And sure. Just, just compare and contrast. All right. All right. I should probably put on something a little cooler. <laughs> You seem to be glowing a bit yes. under, the, under, the lights, yes. under the lights of the theater. We won't, we won't keep you much longer. We just have a few questions uh, uh, from, uh, from out, uh, out in, the, in the void. Uh, there's a, there's a, uh, a thing called the, uh, the internet. And, oh, yes, uh, I know of it. Oh, do you? Do you really? <laughs> yes, yes. Is that so? How did you learn I, about the internet? I read about it in Wired. <laughs> One of your, one of your periodicals. Yes. Uh, did, did they mention? Uh, did they mention a social networking site called Twitter? They did. They so? did. It's got a lovely name and such a lovely um, little representative uh, representation of a bird. You're fond of birds, oh, aren't I you? Love birds. I do I love birds. I think of myself as a bird. <laughs> Is that so? Mm -hmm. What kind of bird? A wren. <laughs> Asked and answered. Moving on. 
Um, I love one of the first questions from Twitter uh, for Emily Dickinson. Would you use Twitter? If you were if you were living today, if you were uh, out and about, if you were socially networking, would you? you is it a, is it a thing that you would use yourself? Um. Well, I think I would just prefer to be a follower. <laughs> so yes, I might follow some people. They call they call those lurkers. That's what they're called on the internet. Oh, if, you, really? if you don't really participate, but you watch everyone else, you call them lurker. Oh well, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'd like to see what you know. Um, Kanye West is up to. Um, it's more of the same. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, all right. It's a lot of Kanye West talk. Oh. Um, someone wants to know, why did you request that your family burn your poems after your death? This was a request that you made? Yes, well, it was mostly my letters, um, because uh, many of them were... Uh, Erotically charged. Is that so? Mm-hmm. Ooh, la, la. To various ministers and uh, keepers of various gazettes, editors. Um, I write quite steamy letters to them. What calling is it about? them master. <laughs> what is it about gazette keepers that's so alluring? Oh, I think it's the Z. Yes, it's exotic. Oh, it's so striking. Right there in the middle of the word. Mm, mm, mm. That double T's not hurting anything. Mm. Such a sexy word. If I may use such a term in front of a lady. Of course you can. Someone else writes, uh, why? Oh, by the way, I, I, usually it's, uh, it's de rigueur to uh, read the names of the people asking the questions, but I feel that uh, internet people deserve no voice. <laughs> so, um, so I leave it out. It really is better to it is better, some people it? not yes, be heard from. Yes, yeah. they, they chose to be anonymous. Hmm. Um, supposed to read out their funny made up name? I don't think so. <laughs> I've got a schedule to keep traveling right. through time. Right. Someone, so someone says. Why did some of your poems not quite rhyme when they were supposed to? That always bothered me. <laughs> Would you like to respond to this anonymous coward? <laughs> well, um, I, I, th- th- there, many of them, they, they have slant rhyme, which is a concept uh, that I'm not really quite sure of, but I use it all the time. It's good enough for me. Uh, <laughs> more than this person and, knows. Uh, <laughs> And also, I, you know, I didn't, I wasn't really writing for them. I was well, writing for me. There we go. And my large steamer trunk. <laughs> right. I think I think some rules can be bent a little bit when you're Certainly. writing poems for that no one's actually supposed to right. read. Exactly. So uh, I hope they won't be bothered and anymore. And I wanted to throw off convention. When, well, just not? in that little and area. And why not, I, I said. wanted to be suffocated by convention in so many other areas. Of course. Right. Well, we all do in some areas. Right. I think that was a rather a wonderful answer to this. Uh, Thank you. To this, uh, there's one. I believe the term is creep. <laughs> <laughs> I disagree. You've been positively delightful. Well, this thank, you. thank you. Thank you. So I hope much. You, you, you'll think back on this night fondly as a, as a triumph for you to be in front of so many people and then talking so uh, eloquently about yourself. And, oh, and I'll remember it as a wonderful dream. Perhaps I am going to erase your mind. Oh, we, yes. I did. Did I not mention that? That sounds lovely. Yes, your mind will be erased. Before you return to your own time. Um, 
Another person says, I would be interested to hear Emily Dickinson's thoughts on Lady Gaga. Are you familiar with oh, Lady Gaga? Oh, of course I'm familiar with Lady Gaga. She actually... Uh, <laughs> She has visited our time in your time machine. Is that so? Yes. Some years in the future, but she came back. Well, yeah. this is quite a turn up. Mm -hmm. I'm not aware of such a thing going on. Mm -hmm. I actually, one time she was sitting in the garden with me. Uh, we were eating lavender cakes. Of course. And As I you do. said to her, uh, why not meet? Meaning you, you, you inspired her to, uh, to don the, 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 the famous dress. meat yes. dress yes, yes. that you wore to some award show. Right, right, right. How many award shows are happening these days, by the way? It seems like they never, ever end. <laughs> Boy, you're right about that. Was that, the, was that the ESPYs that she wore the meat dress to? <laughs> I think so. I think it was the Avon Ding Dong Awards. I heard that one's the most fun. Oh, it's drink. wonderful. <laughs> Honoring excellence in, in, <laughs> in bath gel animals. <laughs> At last they have that day. Someone asked, did you, uh, did you have any sort of ritual before writing? Oh, um, no, just, um, well, uh, first to... Uh, Strip off all my clothing. All right. To sit in a, a ray of sunshine. And um, to, uh, upon finishing the poem, to recite it at the top of my lungs at least 35 times. At least 35 times? At least 35 all times. All at the top of your lungs. You wouldn't start out quietly and then build. No, no. At the top right of out of the gate. Yes. Top of your lungs. Yes. Did you, get, did you get quite hoarse at the end of that? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But when you have no one to talk to but a dog and an, an old mother who you don't really want to say anything to, it's, it doesn't really matter. So I bet sitting in the, in the all together in the, in the ray of sunshine sounds uh, quite, quite nice. Oh, it was very uncomfortable for me. <laughs> but it's, Why was it a part of your ritual oh, then? Hideous. What? Hideously ugly. That's not true. Well, That's not you. true at all. I won't hear it. All right. You're talking about someone I'm very fond of. All right. Well, thank you. I'm not fond of me myself. Well, that is a parent. Someone would like to know, are you a breakfast person? <laughs> yes. Yes. Quite. All right. I'd like to know if Emily Dickinson has heard of The Cure and if she thinks it's fair to consider her the Robert Smith of the 1800s. Uh, <laughs> well, I would, uh, I might run a brush through my hair now and then, but it's not, not far off, I suppose, in terms of um, solipsistic, uh, you know, self-love. So you, so you are with self-loathing love, you know. The, the love of self-loathing. The teeter-totter of self-loathing, self-love. Potato, potato. Yes, yes. <laughs> Do you find that uh, the reclusiveness helps you to write poetry especially? Is there something about being a recluse that, uh, that uh, made it uh, particularly uh, easy to write poems? Well, yes, because not many people like poetry. <laughs> That's true. Yes, That's yes. true. So if I was to write what I believe they call screenplays, I might want to uh, 
share them more because people seem to be more interested in those than anything else. Mm. Have you ever written a poem in a coffee shop? <laughs> mm, I've written a poem about a coffee shop. Is that so? <laughs> yes. Would you favor us with just one line from that poem? <laughs> well, all right. Thank you. Oh, rich aromas. <laughs> Positively lovely. Thank you. Because I really felt like I was there at the coffee shop. Thank you. All right, we have time for just uh, just one more, I think. Yes, we're running late on time. Uh, I tell you what, that's that's enough out of Twitter. Is anyone the, in the uh, in the audience here tonight that might have a question for Emily Dickinson? If you do, just uh, oh just throw up your hand and I'll call on you, and then uh, then we'll go from there. Yes, this young lady right here. It's an excellent question. Could you talk about your use of the dash <laughs> as punctuation in a lot of your poems? It's, it, they're all over the place. Certainly. It, oh, it, yes. It looks like Morse code a lot yes, of the time. Yes. You, you know. Well, a lot of time when I was writing, um, I, I am a bit of what you might call a paranoid. Was oh, that so? Yes. And when I was writing, well, first of all, I'm nude as we've established. <laughs> Sitting in a ray of sunshine. And as I'm writing, I frequently get the sense that someone was creeping upon me. <laughs> turn. <laughs> and as I turn, my pen would sometimes scratch sideways. <laughs> so it was unintentional. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you were given a bit of a start. Yes, yes. Well. Every time you see a dash, it's, mere, it's me just <laughs> freaking out a little. <laughs> What a scoop! Yeah. What a I scoop! I actually, I never called them dashes. I called them why? <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, I think we'll leave it there. Please, a huge round of applause for Miss Emily Dickinson. My thanks to Emily Dickinson for her time, and special thanks to Mr. Andy Richter for no particular reason. This podcast is produced by Messrs. Ben Zelovansky and Paul F. Tompkins, with special material written by Mr. Zelovansky. The producers wish to thank Cody Fisher, Jim Yatto, Neil Campbell, Susan Hale, and everyone at the Upright Citizens Brigade Theatre Los Angeles, Shannon Losarelli and Joel Arquios at 826LA, and thanks also to Christina Galante, Matt Belknap, and Ryan McManaman. Oh, Irish. Our theme was composed and performed by Mr. Eben Schletter, Esquire. Join us again next time when our guest will be Robert Louis Stevenson. Our program is recorded live and monthly at the UCB Theatre Los Angeles. If you'd like to attend a future recording, tickets may be acquired at ucbtheatre.com. The theatre donates all proceeds to 826LA. For updates on future performances, please like the Dead Authors page on Facebook. For additional updates, or to ask questions of our guests from the safety of your very own thumbs, follow us on Twitter, at DeadAuthorPod. The original Dead Authors reading series was created by Mr. John Korn. Until next time, this is H.G. Wells saying, The show is over. <laughs> <laughs>